We'll, we'll get some cans and bottles. Bottles and cans to just clap your hands to just clap your hands. <laughs> Where it's at. I got two turntables and a microphone. It's not a bad intro, to be honest, though. So we're starting. Welcome to Sodi Pop. This is Aaron. I'm Jake. And today we are talking about the great and wonderful, amazing uh, Alan Tudyk. I feel like he is... By definition, pop culture. I don't think there's any kind of like actor or celebrity or like anyone in that like realm that is or like defines pop culture more than Alan Tudyk does. I think he kind of embodies what it means to be pop culture. Yeah, he spans like everything that you can think of. I mean, from movies to TV, he does voice. What I mean, that's all he really does though. Is he, he does movies and TVs, but I mean, if you've seen something, chances are. He might have been involved in it. I mean, from Dodgeball to Star Wars to Firefly to Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I mean, those are just some of the popular ones, but there's yep. so many more. I think we'll I mean, go through them. Maybe not one by one, but we'll... <laughs> but I thought Alan Tudyk would be a really good like first official episode because nothing, in my opinion, defines pop culture more than he does, and... I know for a fact you and I both really like Alan Tudyk a lot and find his work enjoyable as well as him as a person. Yeah, that sounds good. Is there anything uh, interesting about him on his uh, bio there or on the old IMDb you're um, looking at right now? Well, the first thing, I mean, I, I don't know what you really want to know about him. I mean, he's from El Paso, Texas, if that's exciting to you, and he's 49. He does. He's, I'm, I'm from Texas, too. Yeah, but are you from El Paso? I don't know. You don't I don't know exactly where El Paso is. <laughs> so you don't totally yeehaw from Texas. But I lived there a whole six months. Yeah, you were born in Texas and then moved straight up to the north. So, oh, I was I was in Maryland for yes, that's right. Yes, that's yeah. right. Okay, so um, let's see here. I don't know. Is there anything really important that you wanted to know about Alan Tudyk? Like where uh, you got to start? Anything is he like single? that? <laughs> Things like that, the ladies want to know. Unfortunately, he's been married since 2016 to Carissa Barton. So, sorry ladies, Alan Tudyk is taken. Sorry other men oh, yeah. who are into that type of thing? Literally anyone into Alan Tudyk, he is taken he and is no longer taken. single. Sorry to everyone but Carissa Barton. Um, In 2000, Alan Tudyk played a gay German drug addict in 28 days is that where he started yeah that was i was looking at it too that's his first real film really okay and then which i i seen so i probably saw him at some point yeah but didn't know who he was until oh no patch adams he was in patch adams which i never saw well when did patch adams come out though 98 oh really <clears throat> yep so is that i i knew i saw 28 days so i definitely saw him in there Jen Seaman, Wonder Boys, and then A Knight's Tale is probably the first time I acknowledged him kind of thing. Like, did, I remember him doing well and stuff like that. Did you know he was in Transformers? He's probably a voice. He, I, I don't know who in Transformers, but he was in Transformers, too. Yeah, he was all over the place. But pretty much anything popular, I, it's, if you, it seems like you can find him in it. You know what I mean? Like... If it's a cult classic or one of those like cult following movies, he's destined to be involved in it. And I don't know. It's fun to kind of like when you watch a movie, just try to like find Alan Tudyk in it 
not like he's the king of cameos like Stan Lee, but just more like, oh my goodness, yeah. it has Alan Tudyk too. And then you watch another movie night. He's in this one too. What is this? But I mean, do you want to just kind of go over kind of his movies first or yeah, would you rather go, go over through, TVs? Let's go through some of his movies, right? Let's talk about the first couple. Okay. Um, so, all right, so Knight's Tale was in 2001. We got Hearts in Atlantis, Ice Age. Didn't know he was in that. Who Do you want me to find says out who he was? I'm looking at it. It says Lenny Oscar Dab, so it could be just who? like additional voices. Okay. Uh, he's really good at the uh, the voices. Dodgeball, uh, Steve the Pirate. He dresses as a pirate. You know, the guy, Steve. Yeah. No, I like know pirate. who Steve the Pirate is. Yeah. Um, he's literally the only guy in, in, in our group that dresses like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if we're talking about movies real quick, I just want to go over. He played K2SO in Star Wars Rogue One. And he was by far and away my favorite android in Star Wars series. And also just a very good voice actor, in my opinion, with that. I thought he played that really well. And it's just kind of one of those fun things where, like, you really like the character, and all of a sudden you're like, no way. Really? It's voiced by him, too? Like, I don't know. It just makes it almost almost better, if you know what I mean. Like, when you know who voices that guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, he got his first robot with iRobot. He was the main robot. Okay. Sonny. I did not know he was in iRobot. Yeah, he did all the motion cap for it, too. I remember watching a thing about how he had to, like... All the robots for the motion, like the people doing the robots for that had to do like, like reverse evolve themselves, like un- unlearn how to walk and then learn as if they were a robot kind of thing. What? He, like to make it look so realistic, you you don't just walk like a robot because well, yeah. everyone would just do the robot dance. I, is this for real? Yeah. If you ever get a chance? I always love watching those, uh, those like uh, behind the scenes little things like that, making ofs. I remember watching that one. Hold on, I'm I'm looking this up now. I I'm so curious about this. What? See, it's another making of. This is learning to walk like an like a droid. Oh, this is walking on stilts. I didn't know he did motion capture for K2SO. I literally thought he, I thought he just voiced it and they just did it. Yeah. I didn't know that he is motion that, captured that too. Is that oh just a goodness. handsome voice or a pretty face? This guy. He's oh a motion my cap. goodness, he is. I, I he needs, He's up there with Andy Circus. He deserves. Andy Circus. Why do I feel like I know that name? That's Gollum, and he did. Oh yes, he okay. Was mm-hmm. Claw, or he was in, in the, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. No he's Gollum. He was the monkeys in Planet of the Apes. He's, I did. I not, think he did King Kong too. I did not know he did that. That's so cool. He did motion capture. That's freaking awesome. Okay. I don't know. I really hey, like all that, those though. little twitches of the head and stuff like that. That's him. That's all him, just looking around and moving. Yep. That's super cool to me. So they just had him walking in stilts for that. That's super cool. I mean, not even like uh, Vin Diesel did like motion capture for Groot. Like he didn't do that. No, no. He he came in for half a day, said, "I am Groot," and then and called got it paid a, a million dollars. Yeah, Alan Tudyk will put in that work and move for you and learn how to do things like a robot just to get that extra little. Well, he's a smarter guy than Vin Diesel, and I, it seems like he actually cares about his work and produces quality <laughs> work. I mean. <clears throat> It seems like he enjoys it. That's super cool to me. I don't know. I really like that, though. Looks like he's in a bunch of the Ice Ages. Continued, but different voices, it seems, for every single one. um, 
Oh, I didn't realize he was an Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. I've seen that movie. I, oh, he's uncredited. That's why. I have not seen that movie, but I it's did not know It's just a super that. fun, goofy movie. So, in iRobot, you were saying he did motion capture for that, and, like, he had to, like, learn how to move as a robot, and, like, almost, like, you race his brain of how to move, and then, mm-hmm. like, reprogram himself to learn how to, like, uh-huh. learn how uh-huh. to walk again as an Re-program. adult. Reprogram. Re. Ah, uh, no uh. pun intended. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <clears throat> What are some other ones? Here's Wrecker Ralph. You'd play King Candy. Really? Oh, wow. I did not Big know Hero that. Big Hero 6. I didn't know that. Who is he in that one? Uh, Alistair Cree. I don't know Alistair that movie enough. Cree. I've seen it once or twice. Uh, no, I Maybe don't know. Some. He's a Moana, too. He's Duke Weaselton in Z- Zootopia. Okay. That I knew. That one I knew, yeah. He's got... Like, honestly, I mean... He he he's also really good with his voice. Like he can could change his voice so much that like you don't know that it's him until you read the credits and you're like, "What? Really?" Because yeah. like there's those actors, those voice actors are like when they talk, like you know it's them. Kind of like we talked about like Nolan North. When Nolan North talks, you know it's Nolan North, and that's not a bad thing. But there's something also about like having that control that like you can completely change who you are and nobody will know you're doing that until after the fact yep oh here's iago in aladdin in the new aladdin the you live might, action one i might want to watch it now just to see yeah that's the parrot right yeah. oh i didn't know so that it's a big big part of it didn't know i feel like i might have known that at one point just forgot about it because i didn't rush to see that movie but if you haven't noticed aaron with this list every single thing has been a very popular thing uh-huh. in this world i mean ice age deadpool 2 i mean yep deadpool 2 he was only in it for two seconds he who was he movie. in that one he was, oh he's uh, one of the guys auditioning right no no um he was one of the rednecks that yes, cable that's appears right. mm-hmm. you know who the other redneck was also known for making cameos in Marvel movies. I feel like I know who the a, redneck was, but I don't remember who it was off the a, top of my head. This guy also had a cameo in, uh, was it Thor, um, Ragnarok. <laughs> Should I know this? Is it a real big name? Yes. Oh Huge. my God. Oh my God. Well, Bradley Cooper, so, uh, Bradley Cooper's the guy that gets electrocuted when skydiving, Brad, right? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt does that. That's right. Okay. I played Who? one of the rednecks that Cable appears and takes their truck. Oh, the other, I, I so don't. One is Alan Tudyk. The other one, don't look it up. Don't look it up. I was going to look don't up a Google. picture of them. Can I do that? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you'd recognize them. And then he's a little more recognizable in Thor Ragnarok. He's in the play with one of the other Hemsworths. Oh, I accidentally found the name. You found the name. Really? See, that's our shit. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. He does one of the rednecks? Yeah. That's a nice little secret. Oh, wow. There okay, that's why you can't tell because he has, like, they do, like, a lot of prosthetics on him for that. Holy crap. But yeah, Alan Tudyk, he. he <laughs> I just realized when he does the redneck in Deadpool 2, he kind of looks like Steve the Pirate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of if Steve the Pirate and, uh, uh, because Tucker, wait, no, Dale. He played Dale, right? Yeah, yeah. but no, it, it, like Steve the Pirate, because he's got the bandana still, and like he's got that like cut off like vest yeah. kind of thing that Steve the Pirate it's wore. The love child of two of his other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
That that's hilarious. I don't know Matt Damon did that too. That's super funny. Yeah, Matt Damon's a fun guy. But Alan Tudyk, um, he did a lot of movies. One that I want to talk about because I just recently watched it again was Dale and Tucker vs. Evil. Hey, prepping for Halloween. That movie was a little bit, but also I just like that movie. I think it's hilarious. He, how many times, how many roles has he had where he's played a redneck? Like, probably not. Probably not as much as you think. He just does it very good. But he did. I he mean, did. Those are the two. Yeah, <laughs> his two biggest ones. But in Dale and Tucker vs. Evil, for anyone who doesn't know, it's pretty much two rednecks bought a cabin in the woods. And these college kids, they're college kids, right? Mm. In the movie, yeah. They, like, hate rednecks for some reason, and they, like, try to murder them because one of the girls got knocked out, and they took her back to the cabin to help her, like... Yeah, it's it's basically as if the the kids in a horror movie are, are like, they see the rednecks as the evil. They've seen enough horror movies and enough, like... Back, yeah. back in the, like, there's a pass in the woods in the movie, and but instead of Dale and Tucker murdering them, they kill themselves, being complete like, idiots about yeah, it. Yeah, by and accident, one of them jumps in a wood chipper, and, and Alan Tudyk's character has to try to pull him out, and then <laughs> they try to attack him because they think he was pushing him in. And if you haven't seen it, uh, just address the audience here for a second. Who? Uh, let's make a shout out. We got some some Muriel and some um, All Might. Some Deku. This is a really weird audience today. We just yep. pulled out some anime Funko Pops and not, called not, it a day. Not just any anime. It's all. Uh, it's all My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. Which is which is another episode idea. Did Alan Tudyk do any My Hero? Because if no. he did, it would That's, be a really good coincidence that we just threw these in for the audience today. If he didn't, or if he did, super cool coincidence. If he didn't, these have no relation. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's never, our our audience members are never gonna be. You guys are never gonna be uh, anyone. Well, I mean, there might like be that off chance special I mean, that's gonna coincide with the thing. Unless, unless it's one of those like off chances that I we happen we, to do it. Yeah, I say we have like the the Venom ones for my hero. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pull down to my Venom it one. It could be instead. kind of like up next on. Yeah, Sodi Pop. Oh, up next, who is the audience better? Oh, we could do like a guessing game. Have people try to like guess who we're going to do for the next one. And if people want to suggest who we have in our Funko Pop audience, they could do that too. But anyway, back to Alan Tudyk. What was I saying? You said you had to address something to the audience about him and Dylan Tucker and watching the movie, right? I don't know. Okay. We can edit this out. We got, we we got, got completely lost. <laughs> anyway. My Hero Academia, that will definitely be a episode to talk about. It is very popular, and it grew popular very quickly, because the show hasn't been around very long at all, and yet it is huge. Four seasons, I think it started back in 2015-ish, and it's already like super big, which is kind of crazy to me, but I love the show, and it's a different episode. But anyway, back to back to the, what the episode's about. Ellen Tudyk, we have... Um, so there's a ton of movies, and we could probably talk all day just about what movies he's done and what we like about him in the movies. But he did TV as well. And, I mean, that's an impressive roster on its own. All right, I'm just going to go through a bunch of the big ones. I'm going to start off by listing some things you don't know. Uh, he did some Family Guy, Batman Brave and the Bold, 
uh, Napoleon Dynamite cartoon, Phineas and Ferb. Uh, Did you say American Dad? American Dad, yes, he was in that. He was uh, in Robot Chicken, too. He was Robot Chicken. Chicken. So, yeah, he, he's created all the little small stuff. Um, uh, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Curb Your Enthusiasm. What do I feel like I know that TV show? That's another one. That's that's very that that came out this year, twenty twenty, right? Yeah. Oh, did they? I I never really watched that. I, I watched a few and couldn't get into it. But it's um, a little too dry. Oh, Aaron, he was in that TV show. You like uh, Doom Patrol? Yes. He Doom played Mister Nobody. Yeah, he's the villain for first season. Oh, really? Yeah. That's super cool. Okay. Anyway, Alan Tudyk has so many credits via movies or TV shows. Um, anything that you really like him in, especially that Firefly. Okay, so call me call me a hater if you will, or not a hater, but like a what is it, blasphemy? Like I haven't seen Firefly. I don't know how you need to, to find it. I, I I know I need to see it. But something that's turned me off from it is everyone has told me how good of a show it is, but there's only one season, and I really don't want to watch it and have it end super abruptly. So see, if there's one season, then it's so good that they petitioned and got a. A movie made out of it oh and it still like lives on in comics and things like that there's okay okay there's some like in between the movie was, and was this show, show created from the comic or was the comic created the comic from the show created from him oh okay okay uh, joss whedon really yeah okay joss okay. whedon has the, the the problem of his great shows getting canceled too early um but yeah he also tends to Go to the comics. He's written enough comics where he'll he'll do like like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of his probably his longest lasting show, mm-hmm. and Angel, which is the spinoff. They all live on in the comics, and they call it gotcha. season seven or season eight. Like that's what they call oh, it. Like okay. they they call it another season, and you can do a lot more in the comics. And I do know build Fire- a whole universe. Okay. continuing. I know Firefly has a lot, not a lot, but it has some big names because it has Alan Tudyk, of course. It also has Nathan Fillion, Nathan if I'm Fillion. correct, and then Marina Baccarin. I know her name, but I don't know what she's all she done. She is uh, the girlfriend in Deadpool. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, what are some other names? Who who is it that makes that show though? Like, what makes that show so good? Is it Adam Baldwin's another good one? Is it? But like, whose character is it that makes it so good? Because like, all of them. It's 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 one of those ensembles. Okay, you got. Um, Captain Malcolm Mal Reynolds, played by Nathan Fillion. He's the he's a swashbuckling like uh he's a very kind of Han Solo ish kind of Han Solo, but his own style a little more humorish and would this kind of Nathan be like, Fillion. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say it would this be kinda like if you took Nathan Drake and like Han Solo and yes. merged them into one kinda. space explorer kind of thing? A little bit more I guess that's where Nathan Drake comes in. But yeah, you have to wash it watch it to, and then to, to really feel and alan tudyk's the the pilot um is, isn't there something with the dinosaurs in him oh yeah i think that's from the movie he, okay, he plays okay. those little dinosaurs that he has set up on his uh thing it's just a throwaway thing but it's iconic that's all i could remember was that he had something with dinosaurs in the show but i haven't seen it and i really need to and then he his character is married to gina torres's character zoe who uh who like fought in the rebellion with Captain Mel Reynolds? Okay, uh, they're a ship, and to like 
get places. They have Marina Backrin's character, who's like who's like a courtesan. Uh, she basically escort, but high class. Okay. So she she allows them to get into different areas. Um, you know, because because it's like upscale, and yeah. she has upscale clientele. They don't question it too much when she's there. She, it's kind of a little more official than just like a a prostitute or whatever it be. But she's pretty much just a prostitute. I, I'd go more escort because there are like she is. I don't know. There's a lot of like honor, them, right? honor among it, like in in the story. <laughs> in the story, she's real classy. Yeah, it's it's a very okay. like, classy thing. What else um, is there about Firefly? Adam, Adam Baldwin plays Jane. He's he's the the lovable. Uh, I think he comes on just like trying to rob <laughs> rob them in a scene. But does he end up staying with the show then? Or oh yeah, oh yeah. But like the, this is just a backflash. Like he originally was just trying to rob them and like mal is like hey you're looking for you need money you're looking for work we need a tired gun kind of guy and so then he ends up so just he ends up being... joining the crew why did the show get canceled do you know like anything about i don't why? know exactly i think because it like, might have been a lower ratings but it's 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 like ca- it could be a time like time frame it was on the wrong night i remember watching it when it first came out and then it just it's kind of it's kind of steampunky, kind of futuristic-y, yeah. right? Cause it's, it's cowboys in space. Cause space cowboys. Is this the one you were talking about, that escort one? No, no. We're no. in a back run. Her? Yeah. Oh, okay. The one you were just pointing to, that's uh, that's Alan Tudyk's wife. Gotcha. Okay. But um, then you've got the, the fun little young uh, engineer, and then uh, Simon and his sister, River, and... If it had gone on, which they do do more into the the movie, uh, Summer or uh, River, who's played by a girl named Summer, is uh, she's she's like a, a weird experiment with the the I forget what they call it, but the Federation of this of universe. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's it's intriguing. I, I I was trying to find out why it got canceled, which I cannot find. Nathan Fillion, though, he says he feels one season was enough. Which. It's really well done. Is Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon is very good. Is it on Netflix? It, it was for the longest time. I don't think it is anymore. I think oh, it kind man. of fell out of favor with. If it's like, they a, were on, like, from the beginning, like that and Buffy. Like, they must have gotten a deal with Joss Whedon. But if it's not there, how am I going to watch this show? IMDb well, could tell you. No, it's Prime not video by there. For $12.99. <laughs> I might just buy it. Oh, man. Okay. So, the Umbrella Academy is... Or, not Umbrella. I just saw Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So, the Firefly is definitely a show to watch. I mean, it's got a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes, 9 out of 10 on IMDb. I don't get how this isn't... Oh, I'm curious what the... You should go to Rotten Tomatoes and look up a, a, a horrible review. Like, see, why does it 76%? See what someone said? Uh, oh look at the audience score though where's that it's right next to 97 percent. yeah so yeah it's a critic thing i think well yeah but like because i i knew this show and i knew how popular it was but like i said i knew i've never seen it which is considered blasphemy according to some it doesn't show why (sighs) doesn't show why all right well i did want to talk about though real quick um while we're just talking about firefly and how it wasn't 
rated highly on Rotten Tomatoes by the critics, but it was rated very highly by the fans. Um, Alan Tudyk, according to Rotten Tomatoes, his highest rated uh, project that he was in was Zootopia, which got a 98%. Mm-hmm. And his lowest rating was Elvin and the Chipmunks, Chipwrecked, 2011. He got a 12%. Well, to be fair, he probably didn't get that. And oh, it's, no. It's, I think that's like the third or fourth in the thing. Like I don't even know who he did in this Let's movie. See. Does it say who he does? Well, he did Simon. Wait, no. Simone? I don't know who that is. That's because you haven't seen the movie. Sorry. And also... Here's the thing with a 12%. It made $133 million domestic. Okay. What? 342 this completely worldwide. Chipmunks? Chipwrecked? Yes. So apparently he voiced Simon at some point in this movie. What point in the movie he voiced Simon? I don't know. But he voiced Simon. And apparently nobody liked Alan Tudyk's simon movie because he got 12 percent, but it made a ton of money so you can't really blame him right yeah okay so what else do we have to talk about here um oh did you know he did broadway i did not know this this is a new thing see that happening apparently he did epic proportions he was also in the wonder of the world i don't know broadway the most fabulous story ever told i can see him being able to sing and Bunny Bunny. I, I, I literally don't know any of these. He did spam a lot. Looks like he was oh, understudy for Hank Azaria. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Well, I did not know he did Broadway, but hey, you know, everyone's going to start somewhere, which I feel like. What he. Oh, yeah, he started in Broadway. That was about the same time, though, that the other movies. Mm. Patch Adams, I think it said 98, right? Oh, yeah. Well, he did Broadway so, in 99. So, yeah, so about but the same Alan Tudyk started started not really started but kind of started in uh in uh da, 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 started in broadway but you know he was already kind of doing movies and like you said he did patch adams and he yeah. did other stuff he did some video games um he did some marines and halo 3 i guess with nathan filling and adam baldwin yeah I took the Firefly cast and just did Halo 3 with them, so... Makes sense. I wonder if there was uh, references or whatnot. Ooh, there probably has to be, right? There's got to be at least some kind of throw in there. Um, it doesn't show that he did many other uh, video games. Nope, nope. If you keep reading, it says, Arrow all three actors Justice. gave their likeness to their characters and are given personalities in the game resembling those of their roles from Firefly. Oh yeah! Oh look at that! So he pretty much they pretty much did like Firefly in Halo Three, but I wouldn't know that I've never played Halo. He also did Green Arrow in Injustice: Gods Among Us. So did not know that either. And in the second one, huh? And in the second one. Oh yeah! I am terrible at reading the full information. Yeah. Anyway, if you're playing video games, chances are you're not going to find Alan Tudyk a lot unless you're playing Halo Three or Injustice. Oh, Star Wars: Secret Empire. That's. A- he was in that game too? Secrets of the Empire, yep. Mess. What? Really? Okay. I thought he was just I thought he was just I Battle thought he front. anything with K2SO he's doing the voice for. I didn't know there was K2SO in video games. Yeah. Uh really? Battlefront. What? Yeah. Wait. Battle Star Wars? Star Wars Battlefront. The first one or the second one? It just says Star Wars Battlefront, so I assume the first one. What? <laughs> I did not know K2SO was in that. Did some voices in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Halo 3. 
Okay, well, somebody needs to update his Wikipedia then. Cause... Ice Age the Meltdown video game. Okay. <laughs> so he probably did his characters there. Yeah. But, like, things that weren't based off of movies or TV shows he did. Then you only got huge. Green Arrow in Halo 3, it seems like. And maybe a little Modern Warfare. But he is... I, I honestly think he should be more recognized than he is mm-hmm. for his talents. I mean, depending on who you are, you might know who he is. But if you don't know who he is, I think you're crazy. I mean, dude's impressive. Oh, he was in Skylanders. Um, like I said... Oh, that's the first Star Wars Battlefront, by the way, Aaron. It was the first one, but apparently I do not remember that because I do not know where K2SO is in that game. Otherwise, I would have been freaking out more. Um, like I said, he did Broadway. Um, but that's kind of it for him. Like, I mean, not like that's it for him, but like his list is huge. Cause I mean, he, he's not a main character kind of person. It seems like at times, like he, he does main character stuff. Yeah, Tucker and Dale, I think would be the mainest characters I can think of. What? Because in Firefly, is he a main character? Is he one of the, like... Yeah, he's one of... The, the whole the, crew is, because it's an ensemble cast. Like, sure. do they focus on Alan Tudyk a lot, or do they focus on, like, Nathan Fillion a lot more? They all kind of have their own stories. Okay, okay. But it is, yeah, more Nathan Fillion. But, like, in think. Dodgeball, he's Pirate Steve, who's a small character, and his main thing is going yar, and then there's a whole part where he's gone, and he's not even... You know, Remember. in the movie, and then he completely changes everything about him in the movie. But, I mean, he is such a great actor, in my opinion, because whether he's voicing or acting, and whether you recognize him or not, he's going to be there, and there's going to be those diehard fans that are like, oh my goodness, there's Alan Tudyk, oh my goodness, who is he going to do in this, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm surprised like that he hasn't done more. Because because as someone like him who doesn't do those main roles, you feel like he could just kind of pump out, you know, movie after movie after movie part. Because, I mean, he's not going to be in the studio all day because he's not doing every, you know, he's not doing big characters all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> I think he seems like one that enjoys his job, that he does what he wants and he makes enough money, especially with some... <laughs> Having probably having some royalties and rights to big shows like oh, yeah. Star Wars and Frozen Twos and he's involved with Disney a lot and I mean Deadpool's I, I think being involved with Disney you can't really complain it's not like you're not doing something big you know what I mean like whether you're in Frozen or Aladdin or Star Wars you're in something that people are going to know because it's Disney. And so right there, that alone kind of puts his name out instead of him being just Pirate Steve or just Dale and Dale versus Tucker. Or Dale and Tucker versus Evil, excuse me. Tucker and Dale. Tucker and Dale. I I keep saying Dale and Tucker because I keep thinking of his character first. (laughs) But it's one of those things where, like, he he does really seem like he enjoys kind of being that side character and not having to have the spotlight on him, which is kind of something kind of refreshing to see where, like, I'm not saying Nathan Fillion is like one of those guys where he's like, put the spotlight on me, but like he just kind of draws it to himself. Yeah. But that's just he's kind got of the bravado, bravado, the charisma. That's that how, says, yeah, look at me. That's how Nathan Fillion is. Alan Tudyk's one of those guys where like, if you're a fan of him, you'll see him and be like, oh, there he is. But like, if you're not like a fan, you'll be like, I've seen him before. Yeah, like we asked 
asked your wife, Lily. Um, my wife. I said your wife. It doesn't I know, but she's a my wife. <laughs> Anyways, we asked her if she wanted to sit in and talk about this one. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who? She she really didn't know. But I'm sure she's seen at least Something. 15 of the things oh, she's done. Oh, she's had to. She's, I know she's seen Zootopia and she's yeah. seen the Frozen Star Wars and, and she's Star seen Wars. Frozen. Yeah, yeah, she's seen things that he's in. You know him, but you don't know him. Exactly. And it's he, it's also kind of like um, Hellboy. You've seen Hellboy, right? Mm-hmm. You know the fish guy? I can't think of his name right now. Like Hellboy's like sidekick. Yeah, you're talking about the guy who does... Uh... Yeah, he does all of those characters. He does those like secondhand sidekick characters. But like you don't know him, but you know him. Like you've seen him do other things, if you know what I'm talking about. Like... And that's kind of what Alan Tudyk does to an extent, but he's... Doug Jones. Is that his name? name. Doug Jones? Because he's in, I think he's in the shape of water, too. Which is weird, because it's basically the same kind of creature. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth. He he was uh, the the guy with the creepy hands. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right, with the eye hands. Well, that's kind of Doug Jones' thing, is he's a tall, I think he did the Silver Surfer, too. In the second, um, was he? Yeah, I think I remember watching something about. I, I didn't know he was Silver Surfer, but that's kind of what I get with Alan Tudyk is he's that. Look at me, I'm you know not look at me, but like, hey, I'm gonna be in these big things, but no one's gonna recognize me because, unlike he's Alan not, Tudyk, yeah, he's not Doug looking Jones, for the yeah, he's not looking for that recognition of like, look at me, I'm this big, you know, I'm a big name here. Put me in all of this. He's like, hey, you need a tall, skinny guy? I'm, I'm kind of your guy. Put me in makeup and costume, and I'll do my job. And like, I've seen interviews where Doug Jones are like, do you wish you were like more popular? And he goes, no. He goes, I love this. He goes, I get to do so many things, and nobody knows who I am. And it's kind of like, you know, I don't hate that. I don't really hate that kind of mindset of like, I don't need to have that spotlight. I just want to be able to do what I enjoy doing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Andy Circus. Uh... It's kind of the same thing. Like, I think he's reveling in in people knowing who he is at at times. It's S E R K I S. Um. Oh yeah. Because like um, he did Gollum, and I mean, when when you watch Gollum, he was he was uh, um, Caesar in uh, Planet of the, the Apes. Planet of the Apes. You beat me to it. He does a lot of the the motion cap. And I I don't and like you said you don't think he hates that I mean. If he hated it, you know, he wouldn't do that. He would try to do other roles. And, like, if you're a fan of An- Andy, right? Andy Circus. Yes. I was making sure it was Andy. I was going to say Adam for a second. I was like, no, that's not right. But if you're a friend, a fan of Andy Circus, like, you're going to recognize it. When everyone who watches Game of... Not Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings, like, everyone knows who Andy Circus plays as Gollum. And then when he was in Black Panther, everyone's like... Oh my goodness, that's Andy Serkis. They're like, because if you're a fan of him, you're going to recognize him. And that's kind of what Alan Tudyk is for me. Like, mm-hmm. if I like him, I'll recognize him. So, like, when he did Zootopia, like, you don't recognize him in that voice because he's real nasally and kind of kind of trying mm-hmm. to sound like a weasel. But then you read the, you know, the list and you're like, oh. Oh my goodness, that's so cool! I didn't even recognize or, it. Or in Deadpool, he's he's kind of in a, a dark scene where he's a, a redneck, and you might hear his voice, and you might 
actually recognize his voice because you've yeah. heard him do the redneck before and you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah he's gonna pop well, in for a little bit he's not a huge character it's fun that he that he does there. those little cameos but like you yeah. still because you can still be like oh i know who that is i know exactly who that is but he also he's not just one of those guys where as soon as you see him you'll recognize him because he can change who he is so well because whether he's doing redneck or robot or weasel because i got zootopia in my brain now or literally, you know, whatever he's doing, whether he's doing motion capture or himself, he's going to not, like, be there, per se. But he's going to be a likable and good character. Like, I can't remember the last time Alan Tudyk has done a character or done a job where you're like, he was not good for that. Yeah. Like, there's He phoned a- it in. Yeah. It's not something that's never been said about him. He's kind of like Chris Pratt in the sense of, like, the roles he does are made for him. Like he lives those roles very well. And if they weren't, he makes them their his own. Yeah, like in Tucker and Dale, I think he pulls that off really well. Like he makes you really convinced that oh, he grew up in the South. You know, he's a mm-hmm. real hard redneck. And then you see him, and he's like, no, I'm not really redneck at all. You know, and you're like, what? How yeah. are you? How is this not who you actually are? I would not be surprised. He said he's from Texas, but I would not be surprised. So yeah. he's probably heard that all his life. But oh, I was, yeah. You, you've heard him as like the robots. They're always like the British sounding proper. I am K2SO. I am calculating and things like that. But I, yet he's, I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know. You is, haven't is seen that movie? Is he a calculator? Is he just a big calculator? He's a real smart alecky robot. I've seen him. He's enough. not like I've, C-3PO. I worked at the movie theater at the time, so yes, he's, he, he's a very dry, sarcastic, what, right? Mm, I wouldn't say he's really dry, but no, I get what you're saying. He's not like C-3PO, though. Like, he's mm. a little bit different. He's more sarcastic. But he and, still has that calm, collected voice where he talks um, kind of similar. Not so like I'm a scaredy cat, but I'm going to calculate your chances of surviving, right? I, I remember there being a, a part that I saw where he's... It's like your chances of survival are this. It's sad oh, that yeah. you have to hear about that. He does like stuff that. like that, but I don't think that's really dry. Oh, this is. But I'm, I'm talking about like tone of voice. Like it's just like straightforward. Yeah. Okay. That's he probably took a little bit of that from yeah, C3PO that, from sorry. his predecessors because you know oh, well, he yeah, wants to do it good. You gotta so. have that. You kind of have that inspiration of like you know, because even no matter who you are, whether you're um mark hamill or your uh heath ledger you know they kind of get their inspiration from jack nicholson because you kind of take who did that the best and you kind of just build off of that and create your own and i mean alan tudyk he does kind of have that little bit of c-3po but it's because he took what was already good and then created his own but in a much more lovable way in my opinion I don't know, call me crazy, but... Yeah, I'm kind of still on the whole... Um, I haven't seen that one, because I only watched the, the last... So, after showing you that, like you kind of realize, like as the android, you know, he does have a little bit more emotion than, say, what C-3PO had, because he wanted to be something... No C-3PO had emotion. But you know what I mean. More like, than maybe even Sonny had in iRobot. Okay, but you get what I'm saying. Like, he had emotion in there he wasn't just dry and straightforward but he still took that whole like calm dry straightforward this is what's happening from c3po 
but then created this whole different thing where you're like character yeah yeah you're like well that's not c-3po because he's not c-3po but he's taken he's... from c-3po oh yeah because that's the the world that they're in so robots are going to be programmed similar in that world so and even he even has kind of the same tone not like in but he does like that, that little vocal the little tone. british of like the oh my kind of thing yeah. but like not not too george takei not which, too c-3po which but... is the complete opposite of you know your your dale yeah redneck dale where you hear Laius, and then all of a sudden you got oh my this is our probability and you're like what that's so different but he pulls it off so well and mm-hmm. not a lot of people can do that and i don't think enough people get the recognition or give him the recognition that he has because i think there's a special kind of talent there that he can jump from being this hardcore redneck to this super straightforward robot to this crazy pirate guy and he doesn't seem like just trying to do another character it just seems like oh this is what he was this whole time you know if that makes sense to me like there's those actors that like they have one role and that's their like how harrison ford that's plays their harrison ford exactly Think harrison a movie where harrison ford is not playing harrison ford where he's playing someone other than that <laughs> i'm the president i'm the the rebellious guy i'm that's not a thing but like this is what they call character actors yes and there's something to say about it that just makes you or at least makes me like love it so much more because like he has that range and that's why i love watching a movie and that's why i'll literally go out just to watch a movie with alan tudyk just to see what he becomes because it's not going to be the same thing every Mm -hmm. single time i mean chris pratt kind of has a little niche thing where like he does that dumb guy shtick mm-hmm. a little bit but something about it makes it unique still whether he's doing the lego movie gardens of the galaxy parks and rec whatever it is chris pratt's that dumb guy but it's not the same dumb guy and it makes it kind of fun god i keep bumping the mic but alan tudyk whether he's that dumb guy or the smart robot or whatever it's so different to me and mm-hmm. it's just so crazy to see i remember watching the the show suburbia where he was like the neighbor the posh neighbor and like i i kept watching it just because of him like it wasn't even that great of a show but yeah he it, it was just such a different character and people like that he'll pull you into a thing just because mm-hmm. of how he is i mean when i first heard of tucker and dale i'm not a big gore guy as you know mm-hmm. i'm like i don't i don't know if i want to watch this i'm like i don't like <laughs> i don't want to watch a lot of gore but then it was like hey ellen tudyk's the main character i'm like all right, I'll try it. And I was watching it. I'm like, oh, oh, that's really bloody. Oh, that's hilarious. It's Alan Tudyk. And then it's like, all right, I guess I'm in. I'm into this movie now. And he he has that special ability that like he'll make you care about something that you don't even think you'll care about at all. And when when I first found out that they were doing another Android in Star Wars in Rogue One, I was like, oh, great. You know, this is gonna suck. But then he created this whole, like, look at me, I'm such a smart Alec, but, you know, I'm also super smart and kind and, you know, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, I really like this Android. Yeah. And he became my favorite one in the whole movie series because, like, it's just super fun to see. And it, yeah, and it wasn't like a, a was it had similarities to 3, 3PO, but it also wasn't a ripoff of, like, R2 or C3PO or any of the other ones, like, BB-8. BB-8's just R2-D2. Um, Junior. Ladies and gentlemen. Much, yeah. um, he just looks different. Yeah, and I mean, 
he he stuck to what already worked without being too crazy unlike someone like say jared leto who he's like oh i need to create my whole new thing with the joker and then just completely ruined it if in my opinion i don't think he did anything good for that but alan tudyk he took that whole like you know this is what it is i'm gonna copy this a little bit but still make it better episode idea joker just yes. everything the joker we we could do that we can go over the joker very well for an episode yeah but do you get what I'm... We could do an episode on each Joker that existed. Do make a whole <laughs> series if we if we tried. I cannot talk about Jared Leto's Joker that long. <laughs> you could. You, you hate it enough where you could. Um. Uh, uh, uh. I, I, could probably, I could probably rant about him for an hour. But I don't know. I know I'm, I'm repeating myself a lot by saying how much I love his ability and skill to just keep changing. But it's something that fascinates me so much. Yeah, because okay, because you're you're the bubbles that fizz up into the soda pop, the <laughs> the, the repeats, the same thing over and over. It's but the it same pops, exact thing. Tickles, yeah. tickles your nose, and you're so enthusiastic. <laughs> you're, you're you're bubbly. You're the bubbly of the soda pop. And then you're the soda that's been sitting out for two days. No, no, no. <laughs> you're the bubbly part. <laughs> are we are we doing explicit content? Because I might have to. Yeah. Sure. Whatever you need to describe. Um, I'm just going. <laughs> curse at you i'll try i'll try let's try to what were you gonna say to me huh i'm just gonna, hmm? what were we gonna, gonna say, say some, no. some words what were you gonna say aaron say it come on um i think our audience needs to hear what you were gonna say no that's okay i was just saying you, <laughs> back to what i was saying you're the bubbly and i'm i'm the sweet but kind of i was gonna say bland but you're not bland you're the sweet and I'm, like i'm the sweet to the yeah bubbly. we come we complement each other very yeah. well because i i'm that bubbly part of it and then you're kind of that just a base liquid of it of like you know this is what it is but here's that extra excitement of the carbonation of jake and mm-hmm. i think that's what makes soda pop so well but back to the topic at hand because i mean that's pretty much that's a really good way of describing our podcast by the way yeah. i did bubbly not think of sweet. it that way i like that you're bubbly i'm sweet oh well, i think i'm pretty sweet too but you're right you're pretty sweet where was i at just i don't know just there's that whole you know he is a character actor like what's his name i just forgot his name the guy that i was talking about in hellboy that guy doug jones doug jones thank you he's a character actor who embodies his character so well and there's something that like he doesn't get the recognition the recognition that i think he deserves because people don't know who he is. Like, if I went to my family right now, I said, hey, what's your favorite Alan Tudyk oh, like, character? No one in my family is going to know who I am talking about. And it's not that, you know, they're dumb or they don't know movies or they haven't seen anything with them. It's just he isn't recognized like I think he should be. Because, like, if I said, hey, you know, what's your favorite... Like a big name. I'm like, hey, what's your favorite Adam Sandler character? You know, everyone's gonna know Adam Sandler. This, this, and this. And you can only choose Jack or Jill. No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me decide. That movie sucks. That's such a bad movie. But you know what I mean. Like he's not that big name recognizable. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you see his red hair and you hear that voice, you're like, I know exactly who that is. Mm-hmm. And that's, I mean, that's not who everyone recognizes, but it's who I'll recognize. And as soon as I saw Deadpool 2, like you were talking about earlier, 
you know, he's not in there very long. It's a very dark scene. But as soon as I heard him talk and I saw the bandana, I go, I know exactly who that is. That's Dale. Yeah, that's Dale. That's that's Pirate Steve right there. But it's not Pirate Steve because it's a whole new character and he embodies it very well. And even this redneck versus Dale, it's a very different redneck. You know what I mean? Because Dale's a very sweet guy. This is a, And then in Deadpool, he's a very kind of quick-spitting kind of... Yeah, he's got the chaw. Yeah. I don't know. He could, it could be Dale. It could be a whole, like... But you get what I mean. Like, spin-off. even when he does characters that have, like, the same thing of redneck or robot or whatever, they're still different than that original. He's not going to just keep repeating himself mm. over and over again. Yeah, that's not going to be enjoyable for him. And it's And that's something to admire, I think, because, like you said about Harrison Ford, like, Harrison Ford does Harrison Ford. And he does someone different every time. Like, um... Yeah, like, even from movie to movie. He's in Frozen 1 and Frozen 2. He's doing completely different characters. Exactly. And there's something cool about that, too. But I was going to reference our audience of My Hero Academia figures we put out here. Um, The guy who voices All Might. I feel like I looked up that guy recently, and I don't know um, if that is... The same, and it's always hard to find the right voice actors for anime because no, it's not Kenta Maeda or because M- they Mayiki. English Chris about on My Hero Academia. Sure, he, so does. he does do the English version. So as I was saying, okay, so I, can I doubt out all of that except for my hilarious gags about <laughs> holding. We can keep that in. We'll keep that part in, but I'm going to cut out the rest. We'll have to cut out quite a bit there. But um, Chris Sabat, as I was talking about, I don't know why I said Jason. Chris Sabat, he did Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z, and then he did All Might in the English version, and he does a lot of big characters. Like you said, he did Zoro mm-hmm. in One Piece. But he he has that niche of, like, I have a deep voice. This is who I am. You know, Deep and scraggly. Yeah. And then... And there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. You know, he knows what he's good at, and that's Mm -hmm. what people want him for. So do your thing. But then you have people like, you know, because this is who the whole episode's about, because he is pop culture. He can go in and do a deep, gravelly voice if he needs to, then give himself a southern drawl, then do a British robot, and then be a super high-pitched chipmunk all in the span of, you know, a couple years, and nobody's going to know who he is. But he's got that range, and he, you know, you never know what he's going to do next. And it's kind of one of those fun, like, scavenger hunts of, like, ooh, what's he going to be next in this movie? Or what's he going to do in this project? Because you don't know. You literally don't know what he's going to do. He's kind of one of those fun little exciting things for me is, like, trying to figure out what he's going to be pulling off. At least that's kind of how I feel about it. But I ramble a lot. You do. I do ramble a lot. You're bubbling. It's too much bubbles. You're bubbling, bubbles, babbling. <laughs> babbling bubbles. Babbling bubbles, bubble bubbles. Is there anything else you want to talk about for Alan Tudyk? No, I think we got the gist of things there. I mean... Went for a good amount there. Uh, we're going to have to cut out a bit there, but... We'll, we'll cut out some of my rambling, I'm sure, because I... So this hour long of recording will <laughs> get down to 20 minutes. <laughs> um, anyways, that's been Sody Pop. I'm Aaron... I'm Jake, and stay carbonated.